there, and welcome to Shoot the Flick, an official Paradox podcast. I'm Frankie Sparks. And I'm Scott Eisenberg. And we are newlyweds who like to shoot the shit about movies. <clears throat> oh, that sweet sound. Oh, yeah. That sweet sound, Scotty. You know what that sound is? I bet paid off. It's the sweet sound of KFC burps. That's right. Scott is the victor of our little Oscar bet, unfortunately for me. But fortunately for me as well, because I got to have KFC, which That's is true. pretty pretty friggin' awesome. So, um, yeah, Scott, we, we were neck and neck pretty much the whole night. Yeah, it came down to Best Picture. And it came right down to Best Picture. And I, honestly, I've never been so happy to lose a bet. Um, not to, you know, skip, uh, bury the lead, you know, skip away to the good stuff at the very end. But uh, Parasite fucking won Best Picture. It did. Parasite won Best Picture. And I, I'm so happy. So, so happy. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to get there. Yes. Um, we're going to talk more about that in depth yes. when we get there. Um, okay, so how did you enjoy the 2020 Oscars, Scotty? Um, it, it was fine. Okay, I've said this before on other occasions. That uh, I was never a big Oscar guy. Right. To my stance, I'm still not really a big Oscar guy. That's fair enough. Apparently, a lot of people aren't either because they had the lowest ratings of any Oscars in like really? a while. That's interesting. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. I think. I mean, despite the fact that there were some parts that I was like, "Ugh, okay, whatever," uh, and there weren't. There were some upsets, but nothing really too. Out of the box, I think, it, as far as the awards go. Other than the big one. Yeah. Honestly, and director, because I feel like everyone thought Sam Mendes was going to get director. Eh, I, I, um, I, I thought that was his. That one uh, that one you could have argued anybody, really, and that would have made sense. I guess, yeah, that's but, true. We um, could say that uh, but in our Oscar besides, besides those two awards, mm -hmm. let's say, I feel everything else was kind of like penciled in. Penciled in. Yeah, penciled I agree. In. I agree with that. Um, there were some cool things, though. There were some cool moments, which I, I, I enjoyed. So we'll, we'll talk about that. We're not going to go in order of the actual no. show. We're just going to go in the order of... But we have our picks here and just kind of yeah. jump around different points. Sure, of the why show. not? Let's start off with supporting actress. Laura Dern won. No yeah. one was surprised by that. Some people thought that it was going to be ScarJo. Mainly my mother... <laughs> My mother was... Yes. Well, no. My mother thought that she was going to win for actress. But I was like, oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no! no. If she had any chance, it was going to be for supporting. But, but yeah, I, I thought that if there was going to be an upset in the actor categories, it would be for supporting actress. Because I thought maybe ScarJo would pull it out. Maybe. But I, you know, it didn't happen. Well, <laughs> but that's even, okay. Even still... <clears throat> Even with ScarJo not winning an Oscar, ScarJo had a great freaking year. She did. That's true. Between Endgame, Marriage Story, and JoJo, mm -hmm. that's a that's a year to hang your hat on. That's true. Yes. So we can move on to okay, makeup and hair styling. Another one that's easy enough to predict: Bombshell winning. Uh, it's basically I feel like that award is becoming yeah. like. Which movie has the craziest prosthetics, and then that's yeah. what wins. So, but that's fine. There was a moment though that I thought was kind of weird when the when they won, like 
the male recipient yeah. like said his whole spiel and then they cut off the two female <laughs> fucking winners. Yeah. I was like, hmm, fuck the patriarchy. Yeah. They were a little pissed off. Well they did that they were doing that they did that twice in the show, Call Off the Women. Uh yeah, it was a little And you're like, upsetting. What what the hell are you guys doing? It was funny because uh jumping because we're gonna jump around. The cavalcade of guest announcers and people Yeah, yeah. I enjoy Chris Rock. Yeah, well, Chris Rock and Steve Martin were so poignant as to say, So many great directors nominated this year. I don't know, Chris. I, I, I thought there was something missing uh, from the list this year. Vaginas? Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, vaginas. <laughs> like, but no, Chris Rock is genuinely a good host. I don't... Yeah. I feel like he is one of those guys that <laughs> would be an easy plug-in. I mean, I feel like if he, he was, yeah, like, just those, like, five minutes when the two of them were, like, like opening kind of the show, it was, it was nice. Like, I feel like if they did host it, that would be fun. Yeah. I'd be down for that. But on the other hand, the fact that they're not, they, they aren't doing hosts, it opens it up more for other things. It does. And it opens it up more that, like, all the awards can actually be, like, announced instead of just, like, thrown in, like, at a commercial break or something. That's true, but you still sit there and you, where did this come from? Or you get people who aren't, or should not be introducing certain things. But then you'll, like, oh, God, the fucking... I, I, they're very funny. Don't get me wrong. Kristen mm-hmm. Wiig and oh, Maya I, Rudolph are hysterical. I didn't think they were. Well, I thought they were really annoying. Well, no, they're hysterical in movies. It's just, I don't know what that was. Oh my god, it was to the point where, like, they were just, they just kept going with their bullshit. And then, like, you they panned over to Billie Eilish and her face was just so confused. It was hilarious. Yeah. Oh god, that was, that was fun. But yeah, I wanted to talk about that. Speaking of Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph, they presented the Costume Design Award. And I was so pissed because I had Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I like almost like at the last minute switched it to Little Women, and that would have fucking got me the win. <laughs> so I'm mad that I didn't switch. No, you still would have lost. No. Because Best Picture was worth two points there. Oh, right. Damn me and my <laughs> hubris making it two points. My <laughs> curse continues of never getting best picture right. I always get, like, I got other things right as we go through this, I'll tell you. Like, we got other things right that Scott got wrong. But I I could never get best picture. Ever. And Scott. It's so annoying. <sighs> anyway. So, yeah, other things that were obvious. Cinematography was obvious. We had Roger Deakins for 1917. Yeah. Legend. Uh, international feature, obviously, was Parasite. And Bong Joon-ho was just adorable throughout oh. the whole night. Like, every award he won, he just, like, was smiling bigger and bigger. And it was just What they adorable. handed him... I don't remember which Oscar they handed him. Hmm. I want to say it was for original screenplay. I think... I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. And he... Someone else was speaking... Uh, his partner was speaking, and he looks down at his Oscar. Yeah, he's just, like, grinning at the and little Oscar. he looks at it... And then just smiles. It's just the it's cutest thing so, that I've seen. It's so pure. Yeah. I know. I really loved him. I mean, I loved him before, but I just loved him even more after last night. Oh, it was great. And he was amazing. Oh, we forgot to talk about the other big controversy. Uh, one of the other big little controversies. Big little controversy? Yes. Okay, good. So, in Janelle Monae's little uh, performance in the beginning. What's the controversy with that now? 
the controversy is, or a lot of people are complaining about it on Twitter, is the fact that besides 1917 and Joker being represented in there, oh, every yeah. other movie represented in there wasn't nominated Dude, for an Oscar. we said that when we friggin' watched the opening. We're like, is that supposed to be Dolomite? Dolomite? And then Midsommar, and I was like, what the Midsommar, fuck is Queen happening? and Slim. Oh, yeah. Like, us. Us. I was like, Okay, this is like a slap in the face. Like, oh, hey, you guys didn't get nominated, but you're still part of the Oscars. Like, no, fuck, like, fuck you. <laughs> like, a lot of people are like, dude, yeah, that's a huge slap in the face. Yeah, that's that was I didn't like that, but I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know, man, that was weird. Uh, no, she she had a great performance. She was actually very. Or Janelle Monae. Yeah, it was actually a good performance. Yeah, she was she was fine. No, uh, I I you know I didn't know the song, but. She, it was fun. They clearly were making fun of him because when she does the Mr. Rogers bit, she she takes off her her leather jacket. Yeah, tries to put it on. It fell. <laughs> it fell. And then her button and her shirt. I was like, oh my god. Oh, honey, your button, your button. And then she she did it. I was and then like, she okay, tried to thank god. And then she tried to button the Mr. Rogers thing. And it yeah, it wasn't button. going. I'm like, you guys maybe should have rehearsed this a little more. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh, just like I feel felt bad, but she she rolled with it like a champ. So the first award we had of the night was supporting actor. Yeah, uh, and that was obviously went to Brad Pitt, rightfully so. And he started us right off with the political oh, yeah. stuff. <laughs> I got thirty seconds longer than John Bolton got, and yeah, but I was glad he won because he he deserved it. Oh, it's, it was it was also funny because that was, I think it was the only category where people didn't show up. Um. Think so, yeah. Because Pesci wasn't there, and she wasn't there, and Hopkins wasn't and there. And Hopkins wasn't there, right? Um, okay, so let's go to one of the more uh, ambiguous, uh, you know, shooky ones of the night. Animated feature. God damn. So I knew that Scott wasn't going to win this. It really was just a matter if I was going to win it. Because Scott had How to Train Your Dragon 3. And as much as I love that movie, and if it was a perfect world, it would have won. But Pixar. <laughs> so um, a lot of people were, you know, chittering, chattering about Klaus or Missing Link. Uh, and I was, I stuck to my guns, my Pixar guns. And unfortunately, I was correct. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I liked Toy Story Four. I did. I didn't. <laughs> I liked it. It was. It was fine. Like, is it a movie? I will be like, it's never going to be a movie I'm going to hold in the pantheon like I hold the first three. Right. Of course. Yeah. But how the Train Your Dragon Three ended that series on yeah. such a good note. It really did. And it that series had run into. Every time has run into Toy Story or Disney or Pixar. It, it's always run into one of them. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a rarity for Pixar or Disney to lose an animated feature. But it's such a good series. It's true. And now it sucks because they're never going to get an Oscar. Because mm. it's done. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Like I said, in a perfect world, that would have won. But it had no shot. Well, I voted with my heart, didn't I? Fought the Academy, you know, would surprise us at some point, and they didn't. <laughs> and uh, while we're talking about animated, I feel compelled to mention that uh, Hair Love won animated short. We didn't actually bet on that because we bo- we only saw I saw Kipple and Hair Love. You only watched Hair Love. Yeah, I only watched Hair Love at my at my insistence. I did mention it on our Instagram, but I just I, I also mentioned it on our Twitter. I, I have to say, like it, it it blew me away. It made me cry. 
Yeah. It's on YouTube, so, I mean, please go watch it. It's now an Oscar-winning short. It is. Uh, and it was just such a sweet moment when they won, and, like, they went up, and they said, like, they were talking about more representation in animation, and it's... It's it's a really it's a very sweet little flick. It was it was it was a very sweet flick. And um, I'm glad it beat Pixar, because yeah. fuck the Pixar patriarchy. <laughs> no, it was very good. It was very well done. Uh, if for a six minute short to basically run you through the gambit of emotions. Yeah, it really um, does. Because you don't know why you just you know this kid wants her hair done a certain way. Yeah. Well, don't don't ruin it. You have to watch it. Go to YouTube, look up Hair Love, and watch it. Yes, it's very good. It's worth a watch. Um, but yeah, also going back to the feature animated, like <clears throat> Klaus was getting a lot of love beforehand, yeah. almost so much love that I thought maybe Klaus even had a shot to swing it. Well, yeah, that's what people have been saying, but I was like, mm, also, no, I, uh, so. I lost my body was also very good, and it's a piece you all should see. It is actually beautifully drawn. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous movie. Cool. So lots of lots of good things in animated this year, but unfortunately none of that matters because Pixar. <laughs> so uh, moving on to visual effects. Now this is one that Scott and I both had different things for, and we both ended up losing for this one. Yep. We both, you know, went for the more like big, you know, obnoxiously large and in charge visual effects. But I think the T is on visual effects for the Oscars. You have to go with the one that is like very like subtle and like almost not even noticeable. Like nineteen seventeen, the visual effects are just they're. I mean, I didn't see it, but from what I what I've researched and what I've seen, it's like barely even noticeable. And I think that's what they like the Academy. I don't know. The biggest movie. In the history of movies. I know. The movie that has made the most money. I know. The movie. But that doesn't matter. The movie that had landed. It landed a 23 movie franchise. Well, that's. But again, doesn't matter. I. You can't give it one. 1917 didn't need the Oscar. <laughs> and know what? In, t- in five, ten years, no one's going to talk about 1917. People will still be talking about Endgame. You can't give me the nonsense of, like... I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. But, yeah. It, it, I mean, I, I thought... If, if Avengers did win, I would have been thrilled. But I just... I had a feeling it wouldn't. I thought maybe they'd give it to Lion King because it's so, like... It's really groundbreaking in that, in that respect. <laughs> the movie's bad. The movie's bad. But... In the respect of the visual effects, it's pretty incredible what they could do. It's, it's, it, it looks great, but again, Avengers Endgame deserved this one. I don't care. I, I guarantee you, in 10 years, I want to see how many people talking about first Endgame versus 1917. How many people talking about we should have Oscar award-winning Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Avengers! Assemble. Well, it's Oscar nominated. That's a good thing. It's an honor just to be nominated, Scott. That's bullshit that you know it. It's not. <laughs> if you got nominated for an Oscar, you'd be happier than a pig. That's shit. true, but no one remembers. Like people remember. 
Oscar nerds remember. I remember, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> remember those sweet, warm New England summers? Remember sipping lemonade underneath a shady tree? Remember when you hit that pedestrian with your car at the crosswalk and then just drove away? Pepperidge Farm remembers. But Pepperidge Farm ain't just going to keep it to Pepperidge Farm self free of charge. Maybe you go out and buy yourself some of these distinctive Milano cookies. Maybe this whole thing just disappears. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, moving on to screenplay. Mm -hmm. So, I thought that I was going to get this one. I, 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 I knew it was between Once Upon a Time and Parasite for original. Scott had Parasite. I had Once and I was hoping I had it, but then once Parasite got it, I was like, okay, it, got, it hurt my chances to, for Best Picture, which sucked, but <laughs> I, yeah, I was kind of like bummed. Yeah, well, you know. But also happy for Bong Joon-ho, because he deserves it, obviously. I actually, when they presented this award, both these awards, Adapted and... Uh, oh, can we or, talk about Diane Keaton and Keanu? Oh yeah, we will. I'll definitely talk about it. But when they presented these awards, I thought it was really cool. The little like montage of like the scene, and they would show like oh, the script yeah, showing really up. Cool. I'm like, that's a cool concept. I like that I'm like, a lot. okay, because I don't know if they've done that before. I don't remember. They might have, but I honestly don't remember. But that was really was cool. cool. Yeah. But, but yes, Diane Keaton, Diane Keaton, a, a queen coming out with like the the fucking coat and the hat and the Keanu and like they had this like weird like almost flirty vibe going on. And I was like, are they gonna fuck? Like, what's happening? I don't know. That movie, something's got to give. Remember me in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you were amazing. <laughs> you were amazing. You were amazing. But it was very cute. Well, they had a they had that movie together back in the nineties, right? Yeah, something's got to give. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, yeah, so Bong Joon-ho won, and I was I was happy, even though I, I lost uh, that bet, but it's okay. I was happy because Parasite deserved it, and then, oh, and then, we got to my favorite award of the night, besides Best Picture, Adapted Screenplay. Yes, indeed. <gasps> my boy, my Taika. Yes. He won. He did. Jojo. Jojo won. I was so fucking happy i screamed like a psycho we all did we all got we i all was cheered. so happy and he's apparently from what I, I i read this online afterwards he's the first indigenous director yes. to win an oscar which is pretty cool yeah but yeah he, he i was just so happy well, yeah, the, the, there was a there was a video on uh twitter of him just because at random one point he had to he had to speak he was he was doing a little thing on stage mm -hmm. so that he he has his Oscar and he goes and he hides it under the seat in front of him yeah. <laughs> and he's like okay I can go present what I have to present so yeah I was I was thrilled you know JoJo was my personal favorite yes. movie of the year JoJo was great yes. um so knowing that it wasn't it didn't have a shot at winning Best Picture I no. knew that going in. It, you know, if I was going with my heart, I would have picked that for Best Picture, but it wasn't going to happen. So the fact that it won screenplay yeah. makes me very, very happy and warm inside. Yeah. I'm very thrilled. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny because you had, in both of these, you had, Bang Joon-ho's done a lot of stuff in Korea, um, but you had like the old guard of like Scorsese, Tarantino, mm. 
Mendez, like they did the older guard, right. and then you gave it to two virtual newcomers yeah. over here in America. That's true. That's like Taika's starting to like really develop like something oh, yeah, here, but like he, yeah, he's still relatively new to our perception. No, that's true. So yeah, that was one of my favorite awards of the night. So let's get to the music because the music at this Oscar show mm-hmm. was uh, pretty pretty interesting. Lots of interesting things going on. So first and foremost, I think we need to talk about. Um, the Eminem. best performance, yes. Eminem was the best performance of the night, and he didn't even—he wasn't even up for anything. <laughs> Singing a song from fucking 2002 <laughs> that won the Oscar, but uh... so okay. Here's the tea. So my boy Lin Manuel Miranda, yes. comes out on stage, who I love. Yes, can't wait to see in the hikes this year. I'm so excited. But anyway, he comes out and he introduces this like video package. It only takes hearing a few notes of these songs and I am immediately transported to the visuals of the movies that are etched into my mind. As John Hughes once said about Simple Minds is, don't you forget about me. You couldn't take the song out of the movie and you couldn't take the movie out of the song. And it's going through like different songs in movies and like how music really elevates makes, the movie. Yeah, it just makes the movie it's inseparable from movies. Yes, and when you hear that song, you're instantly transported back to the movie. Right. And it was a really fun package. It was cute. Me and Scott and my mom were having a, a grand old time. And then, like, the last... The last maybe, one. Maybe, like, the, the... Was it the last one? The last one. The last song in the package is Lose Yourself from 8 Mile, which is a great fucking movie, obviously. And... Just inexplicably, it's holding on it. It's yeah. holding on, it and like the package ends, and it's still holding. And I'm like, "What's going on? What's happening?" And then the stage comes up, and it's Eminem, and we're like, "Oh my god, it's Eminem! What the fuck?" We're like freaking out. It was so bizarre. I know every word to that damn rap. But fucking amazing. <laughs> Like, amazing. And apparently, like, when Lose Yourself won for the Oscar, Eminem he, wasn't even there. No, it wasn't. So it was, like, kind of a cool moment. Well, also, <clears throat> also back then, I don't know, did they always perform, like, at the Oscars? I don't know if they I did back then. No, I honestly can't, I couldn't tell you. But I also don't think he thought he was, I don't think he... I doubt he really believed he was going to win, though. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, the rapper, you know, like, of course, like, hoity-toity Oscar Academy. Yeah, like you know. But it was really fucking great. And also, like, in the audience, the audience was, like, loving it. Some of them were. It was so weird because, like, some of the audience was, like, headbanging and, like, you cut to certain people and they were, like, singing along. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've never seen, like, the Oscar audience. Billie Eilish making a face. I've never seen the Oscar audience so, like down to clown but then you pan to people like martin scorsese and he looks like he's fucking falling asleep in his chair i'm like marty you're not getting up all night anyway you might as well just take a nap <laughs> the irishman didn't win shit tonight but um well the, him billy eilish every time they cut the billy eilish, eilish was great she was billy making faces eilish. every time they cut billy eilish is like one of my favorite artists right now and she killed it I think they had a camera on her all night because I think at some point she was like, cut the belly, cut the belly, yeah, cut yeah, the yeah, belly. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, that was like my favorite performance of the night, and it wasn't even up for an Oscar. No, that tells um, me something right there. Actually, one of the personalities <laughs> I follow on Twitter, Cody Hall, who is hilarious. He's really funny. He's like, wow, can we get more songs from 2002? Yeah, Nickelback's really. gonna come up and start playing my hero, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, that was great, though. It was really fun. And then um, to talk more about different performances um, that weren't part of, like, the actual nominees for song. Yeah. We had Billie Eilish doing the In Memoriam. Yeah. Which, from what I read, there weren't any snubs in the In Memoriam. I I saw one, but it wasn't, like, it was a horror snub, so I'm not surprised. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, they, like... The, uh, the Academy pretends that horror doesn't exist yeah. as a genre generally. Uh, Sid Haig. Oh, okay. Because okay. he passed away this year, so yeah. horror. He, he's a horror. I didn't think about that. He's a horror icon, so yeah, yeah the Academy doesn't recognize horror movies. So I mean, I I don't know, but I thought that uh, Billie Eilish did a great job. Oh, she did. I love her, like I said, but then she, when she started singing yesterday, I was like, oh. <gasps> Oh, my trouble seems so far away Now it looks as though they're here to stay Home, I believe in Because I love the Beatles and I love Billie Eilish, so it's like perfect for me. I yeah. was like happy. She did a great job. Um, but yeah, it was a great job. And um, okay, so let's let's get into. I guess we'll do song. First, and then yeah, Janelle Monae we mentioned before, who had a very nice performance at the beginning. Yeah, she was nice. She she did a good job. Um, she she you know it's hard. I feel like that's probably the hardest job when you're opening the show. Yeah, yeah. Because you gotta like get everybody into, it, and everyone's like stiff as fuck because everyone's like. Well, she was fun. She had the little thing with Tom Hanks that was fun. Yeah, that was cute with the little hat and would you be my neighbor? It was cute. Uh, Billy Porter sang with her. Yes, at one Billy point. Porter was queen. We love, we love Billy Porter. Um, so yeah, so the performances that, uh, you know, the non-song performances were good. Uh, so let let's get into the songs. original songs. So okay, here's the tea that I I was kind of confused about. So mm-hmm. some of them got like big introductions like the frozen song for example into yeah. the unknown got a whole big uh introduction where josh gad kind of like threw shade at john travolta for mispronouncing idina menzel which was kind of hilarious but they had like a whole big intro for her but then for like elton's song and for like the breakthrough song like some of them didn't get anything well the only two that got it was weird the only two that got was frozen <laughs> Which had that whole thing of like all the Elsas from around the world yeah. singing. So I'm like, and, okay, um, that I understand it. And Cynthia Revo. Yes. Who, by the way, killed it. She oh. killed it. Oh, okay, she's so, a great singer. Yeah, let, let's like go down the line here. So we have uh, the first one was, which one was the first one? The first one was in City Unknown. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, Idina Menzel was great. Uh, like Scott said, they had the other uh, actresses that do the dubbing for. Elsa in other countries Spain, sing it with German. her and that was really cool I felt like it added another like different like layer to it and it was like different you know it was cool. well it's also surprising how <clears throat> good they were like like well I mean well I know they're all singers and stuff but like like just because like it's a note it's a heart it's a yeah yeah and they all hit it so perfectly that's true yeah it sounded great 
I'm like, so that was a that was really fun. I liked know. that one. And then we had, I think, oh, but then we had the "I'm Standing with You" from Breakthrough, which I don't give a shit about, and literally no one gave a shit about because they literally just like they had a package and then panned over and she was singing. And I'm like, okay. Well, it's not the package. They threw like a line from I think the m- movie. I don't know. I, they, they have a lot. They had, Who fucking cares? They had like a little thing on the screen of a couple words, and then it rose, and then it was her singing. I was like, okay, so that's it. That's all she gets. She doesn't even yeah, get. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know, and I don't really care to be honest with you. Um, and then we had uh Randy Newman with the most fucking boring, repetitive song I think I've ever heard. I can't let you throw yourself away. Uh, and again, didn't really have much of an intro. Just kind of like pan to like a shot of and like, it, it was, the of Toy Story dolls in a box next to a bunch of Oscars. I don't know. It was right good. after Toy Story had won the Oscar. Yeah. I, who fucking cares? That song sucks. Okay. Moving on. Oh, yeah, and then um, we had the two big ones of the night. We had Cynthia Revo doing stand-up. Now, I will say, like, as much as I knew that Cynthia wasn't going to walk away with an Oscar tonight, or I keep saying tonight, like, it just happened. It happened last night. I... If she did, I would have been so happy because then she would have been Nigat, and she is so cool, and I love her, and she's fucking great. Well, I love her voice, and she did well, such a great she's job. She's just missing the Oscar, correct? Huh? She's just missing. Yeah, yeah. She, just she needs the Oscar. Honestly, thinking about it, like she's she's got she's gonna have more chances. Uh, hopefully, as time goes, they had a a commercial. Uh, for like a, I think a limited series that she's doing where she's playing like Aretha Franklin. And yeah, I was like, she looked, oh my she god, she looked fucking boss in that. It looked fucking good. She was also, she was one of the best. The whole movie was great, but she was one of the best parts of a great movie in Bad Times at the El Royale. Yes, I feel like not a lot of people saw that, but like if you haven't, like look it up because she's fucking great in it. Like we uh, saw uh, it last year, me and Scott in the theater and. Her, as soon as we saw her being nominated for an Oscar, I was like, ah, Cynthia Riva. Her and Jeff Bridges. Oh, yeah. They had such it. a great, like, relationship yeah. in that movie. They fucking kill it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, and she looked fucking great last night. Like, she looked oh, so beautiful. Amazing. Ugh. But, yeah, I mean, they mentioned it, too, I have to say, in the, in the opening with Chris Rock and Steve Martin. Like, it's it's just so upsetting like that there's no like she's the only african-american like actor nominated Hmm? this year like that's just sad it's just so fucking annoying well especially like okay like hypothetically if you had if you had like this is just me spit if you had no great performances by african-american actors let's Mm -hmm. say Okay, maybe you'd be like, yeah, yeah. but we had some Lupita Nyong'o, right? Was Lupita amazing. Was great. You know, like there, I, I'm sure I could probably think of more, but hers was like one of the biggest outrages. Yeah, you had the uh, the kid from I forget his name, but the kid from uh, Last Black Man Inside. Oh Kansas yeah, him. Girl. He was great too. Him, uh, Daniel Kaluuya. That's Slim. also true. Yes, they but, all got fucked right up the ass. Michael, yeah. I thank you. I couldn't think of names, but you know, um, uh, Daniel Kalua. Kalua. Let's have some Kalua with Daniel Kaluuya. Also, I Eddie, think it's how you say it. God also, help me, I don't know. Eddie Murphy. Oh yeah, no shit, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Oh, that was funny too. Chris Rock was like, "Is Eddie Murphy under there? <laughs> Where are you?" <laughs> hey Eddie. I love Dolomite. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh jeez, but yeah, I mean, it's I don't know, but. 
Uh, anyway, okay, so then let's go to the last song, uh, the performance with uh, Elton John. I'm gonna love me again. Winner, by the way. Yeah. Thank you very much. Scott bet on uh, Frozen. Okay. Wasn't a bad pick. My mom picked that too, but I picked Elton, and I was right. Well, I, I w- that's the one I went with. Oh, it's Pixar. No, it's not. I mean Disney. It's, it's Disney. <laughs> I'm losing it. But I get what you're saying. Um, and yeah, I mean they won for uh, uh, for Let It Go when Frozen One came out. But you know, Into the Unknown, while a, a good song, it's not bad by any stretch. But it's it's, it's no the, it's no Let It Go. It's also not Lost in the Woods. Now I turn around and find I am lost in the woods, north to south, right is left. When you're that's true. I like Lost in the Woods better from Frozen 2. Um, but anywho. Um, so yeah. So all the performances were... I mean, really, the, the standout... I was going to say all of them were good, but they weren't. <laughs> the standout ones were Cynthia Revo and Elton John, obviously. And uh, I would say Into the Unknown was pretty... Oh, yeah. Into the Unknown was good, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, but really, Randy Newman, nobody cared. And certainly nobody cared about the breakthrough song. <laughs> well, nobody saw a break. It's not a yeah. It just it doesn't make sense to me how they got nominated. I guess because they ran out of like well, yeah, no, they good needed picks. five. They were like, oh, we need another one. <laughs> oh, we can't nominate Star Wars or something. <laughs> um. So yeah. So I won for that one. Yeah. So that felt that felt good. Um. And then the last thing we got to talk about for music is obviously score. Um. And I do want to mention before we get into the actual like award itself um before it was like actually presented they did like a little like medley of all the scores for all the nominees and it was conducted by the first female conductor to perform at the oscars uh which was pretty cool and she looked pretty buff like badass golden like suit like she looked pretty freaking cool uh and yeah it was great and uh even just from that medley, it was obvious which score was like the most yeah. unique. So I was really happy. We tried to pronounce her last name not, last night. Not a chance. I I think I did it last night, but I don't remember how I did it. So I'm just gonna say Miss Hilder, uh, <laughs> Miss Hilder G won for Joker, uh, and she got a standing O, which is fucking boss. Well, the funny thing is about when they did the montage, they chose one of the weirdest sections of Joker that wasn't like. It was very like, uh, like eerie kind of though. Yeah, I feel like it was it was fine, but uh, it it was great because not only is she a, a woman, oh yeah, not only does she have a vagine, <gasps> but she's got a young vagine. She is a young girl in this business. Her first Oscar, her first major film that she is like yeah. composed for, and she gets a fucking Oscar next to some of like the greatest people in that. John Field. Williams. Yeah. yeah, it's like Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, they they pan to, they pan to like all the other like nominees, and they're all they're older, all, all old white men, which I loved because <laughs> this bitch beat you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean that that score was definitely the most unique, the coolest out of all of them. So I'm glad that she won, and I'm glad that she got the love and notoriety that she deserves. Oh yeah. And I'm sure I can't wait to see like what she does next though. I'm really interested. I'm that, usually like yeah. not into like 
knowing like scores and like knowing composers by name, but like I want to know what she does next. Well, I know when that that question comes up in the showdown, I can't wait to see who mispronounces her name. Oh yeah, I I really <laughs> tried. I'm so sorry, but I it was not gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so. So you want to get into the big four? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Okay. So at this point, getting into the big four, Scotty and I are like neck and neck. And then they did director. Mm -hmm. So director was like a big one. And I really thought I had it in the bag because uh, I had Sam Mendes and Scott had Bong Joon-ho, who like, they obviously were like the two front runners. Um, but yeah, um, Bong won, and I, again, was really happy to be wrong. <laughs> but he, and he came up, and he, as he comes up, he goes, I thought I was done. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was so cute. He's like, I thought that I could just, like, chill the I rest thought, of the night. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna get drunk. I was good to buy two Oscars. Oh, yeah, he was, he was adorable. He was, like, uh, right before he, he does his whole speech with his interpreter, and, you know, he has a very sweet speech, and then at the very end, he says in English, he's like, Thank you. I, I will drink until next morning. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, he was great. There was, a guy, there was a guy who got some notoriety on Twitter. I, don't even, I think his name was Jim Miller. Saying what? He was a, I think he's a, he's a conservative pundit. Oh, okay. What did he have to fucking say? Uh, he... About Bong Joon-ho. Let me give a little look it up because I'm going to quote him exactly. Fucking asshole, I bet. Oh, God. Am I going to get annoyed? Yeah, probably. See, that's what I hate. I hate the people that are like, oh, we can't give an American film, uh, we can't give a, a non-American film best picture. Fuck you. It's a fucking film. Like, film transcends language barriers. It's called subtitles. Like, that's, hello. And no bullshit, Parasite really was, like, the best film of the year, objectively. Like, I hate to break it to you people, but... It fucking was. And if you don't like that, if you don't like the South Korean film beating 1917, which is a British film, by the way. So <laughs> either way, it wasn't going to be an American quote unquote film. It was going to be either a British film or a fucking South Korean film. Like, get over yourselves. Because it was fucking terrible, honestly. He basically, oh, fuck it, I'm not going to look him up. He does, he's not worth me looking him up. He, what did he say, Scott? He basically said that Oh, a Korean movie. We're all gonna be speaking Korean. It's all like insane. this. This is what's wrong with America. This is why America's being destroyed. I know. I know, honey. Life's so hard. You have to read subtitles in a movie. I was just like, fuck you. I'm like, dude. I'm be like, mad because he's a better fucking filmmaker than like half the fucking filmmakers that come out of America. But you know what? Even when but he, don't fucking say that. He, yeah, That's a Korean so movie one, so fuck, fuck you. Uh, so, Bang Joon, going to the right person we should be talking about, Bang Joon-ho. Yes, please, let's talk about Bang Joon-ho some more. He looked adorable. He looked he great. So cute. But when he's up there for Best Director, you know, he's sitting there and he goes, I studied Scorsese. Oh, yes, he shouted Tarantino. out Tarantino. He and... shouted out Tarantino. He gave Mendez and uh, Todd Phillips love. I mean, okay. Well, he, Todd Phillips directed Hangover, just saying. Anyway, he gave it, and he, he was dominating for an Oscar. He gave oh. it was just it was so sweet and so it was really sweet. It was very, like he didn't have sweet. to do that. Yeah, but he he did it, and it was it was nice. It, it was, was like, really nice. Like, 
you did good. You did good there, man. Yeah. All over. Drink uh, tonight. I, I hope you're you still think... drunk, my friend. I, I do, too. He deserves it. <laughs> what do you think, just as an aside, speaking of if, in vain of directors, what do you think Martin Scorsese was saying to himself last night? Like, did you do you think he thought that he was going to win anything? <sighs> I think he thought he probably had a shot with screenplay and with... Visual effects. Screenplay, visual effects, and I'm sure he thought he had a shot for director. I guess, yeah. I mean, it's hard to not think that, I guess, when you're Martin Scorsese. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're Martin, you're Martin fucking Scorsese. But my mom made a point last night, and it's kind of like a morbid point, but it's a point. Like, you know, Martin Scorsese is getting up there. Like, you know, sooner or later, he's going to make his last movie, and I hope that his last movie isn't The Irishman. <laughs> not that I didn't like it, but it's just I feel like, comparatively, it's not... It's it's not the most of his potential. You know what I mean? Not I feel weird saying potential, like he's a young ingenue, but you know what I'm saying. Like it's 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 not his best. It's not with Scorsese and at least with the Irishman, it's not anything we haven't seen before from him. Yeah. I kinda want him to go on out on a high note if you know, when he goes but out. But the thing is when you look at people and art and even art, sports, music, no one goes out on a high note. I guess, yeah. Very few people no, go out on a high you're note. you're right, you're right. Usually, most people go out with a whimper in the night. Yeah. And, he, like, don't get me wrong, I love Martin Scorsese, and I love, like, his movies, and I, I did enjoy The Irishman. I just, you know, I don't know. Pulp did it better. Uh, Pulp. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead today. Oh, God. Yeah, what did it better? Goodfellas did it better. Yes. <laughs> My brain is so mush. Uh, oh, God, okay. Like, yeah, I, w- I was kind of bummed to see Scorsese kind of glued to his chair, and I was even more bummed to see that Tarantino didn't win screenplay. But, I mean, it is what it is. You, They ran into a juggernaut. I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, like I said before multiple times, like, this year has been a great year for movies, and... It was stacked this year. So, either way, like, you're just, you gotta be happy when a good film that's recognition. That's the other thing that upset me, though. We talk about this, because we, we see a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. We saw a lot of movies this year that came out yes. this past year. Uh-huh. For such a good year in movies. Yeah. This Oscars should have been unpredictable. I mean... There should have been no point where we went into any category, really, and we're like, you know what? This is a definite. And we did that way too much in this But there's Oscars. always that. There's always but it should, locks, you know? There was, like, at least 40 amazing movies this year. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. That all could have had a shot, like, at there were some, There were some surprises, like, you know. I don't think anyone... I think a lot of people... Including myself, really, unfortunately. Despite the fact that I love Parasite, I didn't think that it would win Best Picture because it, it ha- it's never happened that an international feature film has won Best Picture. So I just assumed that it wasn't going to happen. And a lot of people did that. So, I mean, there definitely were surprises. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. As far as, like, compared to, like, past couple years, like, there 
with significantly less uh, surprises or upsets than usual. Yeah, um, well, of the two, again, we talked about there were two. There was Best Picture and Best Director. Right, right, exactly. All the acting categories were decided way before this. Yeah, absolutely. Most of the technical stuff was decided way before this. Yeah, I mean, it's true. But I think, I mean, that happens sometimes, I guess. But, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, considering that there were so many good movies this year, and it was a really great year, you'd think that it would be more, like, up in the air. Like with costume. For certain things. Like with costume. Oh. The things that were nominated for costume, there were some good ones in there. But you also had Dolomite had some great costuming. Rocket, Rocket Man, Man had amazing yeah. like Rocket Man and Dolomite should have been the two frontrunners fighting for those because those were unbelievable. Yeah, no, it's true. And then Little Women, of course, with all the period piece of how you know. So, um... sorry, I went on my no, soapbox no, no. there. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine. You can stay on your chill box. So, um, going into lead actor and actress, again, as we were saying, it's it was kind of, like, obvious, like, what was going to happen. Uh, Joaquin won, got a standing ovation. He finally got his Oscar, so that's good. Yes. It's a good thing. He his first it. and four attempts. Yeah, he earned it, I think, for sure. He did. Uh, you know, no matter what you think about Joker, it's definitely... It was a tour de force for him. Yeah, it, absolutely. Um... And then lead actress, I haven't seen Judy, but heard it's really good. Yeah, uh, she does really well in it. Renee's a great Renee actress. Renee Zellweger, she won for that. So you know, it's again, it's not like you know, it's it's not like people are getting fucked and then like a bad actor is winning, like someone that yeah. doesn't deserve it. You know what I mean? Um, no, uh, you know, it's not like Greta, where like you have all these like old white men and an Asian fella. Yeah. <laughs> and then no Greta. <laughs> well, Greta should have been there. Should have taken Todd Phillips right the fuck out of there and put Greta in there. Yeah, you should have. Uh, but even if you look at it, so Joaquin won. Joaquin did a great job. Uh, and then Joaquin gave his speech. He gave a quite an interesting speech. Um, And you know what? Like, and it was, it was poignant at some points and then at other points it was kind of all over the place. But, like, <laughs> overall the message is beautiful. He, he told a great, he told a great message that we are at our best when we forgive people and yes. we try and make that the world a, nice, a better place. Yeah. That's just what he tried to say. He lost me a little in the middle there, but he got yeah, back he, there he got, in the end. He got back. He got back. He, he made it. You know, but I, you know, I think he did a great job and you know what? He's right. You yeah. know, no, it's true. He, he made a great point about human beings and, you know, as long as we try and make the world a better place, that's where we should be. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, lead actress, despite the fact that Renee Zellweger has, you know, swept this whole season. If if it wasn't Renee, who would you have picked? Who would you have wanted it to be? Who would I have wanted it to be? Someone who's not on that list. Oh, well, okay. Besides Lupita. <laughs> of the people that are on the list, we got Arivo, we got Johansson, we got Ronan, and we got Theron. <sighs> I probably would say Ronan. Hmm, that's interesting. You didn't even see Little Women. I did, but I, I've seen, uh, I saw a lot of scenes before we were making our picks, and I was like watching scenes of it. And she did a great job. I, I didn't see Harriet either. I didn't see Harriet either, but I would have liked it if Cynthia won, just because I love Cynthia. Cynthia, she's a really cool dancer. Cynthia, boogie to the groove. 
Cynthia, she's a really cool dancer, Cynthia. Um, or ScarJo, because ScarJo did good in Marriage Story. She did good in JoJo, too, but I had a feeling she wasn't, she didn't have that to <laughs> to get that. She didn't, She wasn't going to get it. But uh, Marriage Story wasn't for me. Yeah, no, it was it was well done. The acting in it was really like the highlight. So, um, like if Phoenix didn't win, I would want to, I would have wanted Adam Driver to win because I love Adam Driver oh, in general. But if Phoenix didn't win, DiCaprio. I I wouldn't have been mad either if DiCaprio. I feel like DiCaprio like that's such like an easy role for him. I feel like, but it was so good. <laughs> it was good. It's true. It's true. No, uh, who was I? Uh, uh, Sam Levine was busting on the Oscars because they censored uh, Eminem saying "God damn," oh, but yeah, they did so censor Leonardo DiCaprio flame throwing somebody to that death. That was so weird. <laughs> they just like show. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh yeah, that's kind of funny that they. Did they censor goddamn? Oh, and they had to censor Ray Romano too. They remember that? Oh yeah, he was like talking about Joe Pesci, telling him to get the fuck out of his chair. Yeah. Oh, uh, we can't say that. But... It's like, um, do you know where you are? So Ray won't be back next that year. That was so <laughs> funny. I mean, Ray Romano is probably like, listen, when am I ever gonna go to the Oscars again? Let me fucking do this. <laughs> All right. So, best picture. Dun, 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 dun. Damn straight. The Queen Jane Fonda presented it. Got a standing O. She looked gorgeous. Yeah. Had to mention that because she's the queen. And, uh, yeah, Parasite won. It did. Got a standing O. First international film ever to get Best Picture. Four Oscars in total. So happy. Yeah. <laughs> four Oscars it was nominated for? Won all four of them. Yeah. And Was it just nominated for four? Yeah, I think so. I think this was it. I thought it was nominated for like editing or something. I don't think so. maybe it was that maybe, uh, but but either way, it was nominated. The big four, either four out of four or four out of five. It was nominated for screenplay, international director, and best picture, and it swept. Yeah. So that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it. You know what? It deserves it. It's a, it's a very poignant movie about class and. Yeah. It's really well done. It's it doesn't matter that it's in Korean. It really doesn't. That's what. That's why, like stuff like that with that guy, and like other people have said stuff like that too, where it's like, oh, you know, Korean film. Oh, this is America. This is the Oscars. Oh, like it's about film. It's a transcending art form. It transcends language barriers. Yeah. It transcends generations. It transcends everything. Like, who gives a fuck? This it's ma- a good fucking movie. Not to just mention, appreciate that. This man is Bang Jun Ho. I've only seen two of his movies now. I want to see more. Yeah, same. I've seen the one of my favorite films. I think of the decade. You can check out uh, my Letterbox account yes. to see my list of best films of the decade. But one of my best films of the decade is um, is Snowpiercer, and because it's such a fucking good movie, directed by Bang Jun Ho, and also a movie yeah. about class, too. Oh, yes, exactly. There you go. But, yeah, it's... It's, it's just... I don't know. The, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> the man is such a good director. I mean, it, Just from those two. And a writer. And a writer. Like, but those two movies are so well-directed. Mm-hmm. And it could... You, I can't wait to see what he does next. Yeah. Because Snowpiercer has some great action bits in it, too. The man... Can get his, if he can get his, he can get his hands on something real big. 
Yeah. Oh man. I don't know. But Parasite was already also very big. It made well, yeah, but it I made one hundred sixty-seven million dollars. Yeah. What other Bong Joon Ho movies are there? Let's look up IMDb real quick. I uh, I actually was looking this up earlier because I put a bunch of them on my letterbox. Uh. By the way, Scott and I both have letterboxd accounts. So if you'd like to look us up and follow us, uh, to get you know uh, a sneak peek at some of our lists, some of our uh, reviews, some some movies that we're seeing. We just saw Birds of Prey. We did recently. We both gave it a four out of five stars. Yes, we did. Uh, a lot uh, of people are ripping it. it. It it's also underperforming right now, but still very good. But it is really fun. So Bong Joon Ho has directed Parasite, Snowpiercer, Okja. Oh, he did Okja? Oh, I wanted to watch that. That's on Netflix. Yeah, Okja. Uh, Memories of a Murder. Never heard of that. The Host. I'm going to have to put that on my list, Okja. Yeah, I have that on mine. Uh, Mother. Barking Dogs Never Bite. Tokyo. Influenza. Okay, yeah, you're naming things I don't know. Yeah, well, again... And he's got he's he's got a bunch. A lot uh, again. They're mo- mainly Korean. They're, well, they're all Korean basically, except for Snowpiercer. He, he's written. He's wrote written all his movies too. But you know, he's again an unbelievable director. You know, he's produced stuff. You know, it's honestly unbelievable. The man's got a great career, and he's gonna keep having a great career. Yes. <laughs> I honestly can't wait to see what he does next. But yeah, four Oscars. Uh, so the end of the night, Bong Joon Ho he doesn't even speak when they, he wins Best Picture. He brings everybody up. Oh yeah, he didn't even say anything because he he was so sweet. He's just like I've sucked enough here, and you guys go. But yeah, yeah they all got up there, the whole cast and everybody. It was uh, so great. Um, I think his writing partner started talking, mm-hmm. and then they like. Oh, to, they started to, like, almost cut her they, off. And the whole audience was like, no, put it back up. Because <laughs> at this point, it's like 11.28, and they clearly want the Oscars to be over. But, bitch, they're not done. <laughs> um, like, this is a huge moment. Like, you can't cut this off. Like, this is a fucking no. historic moment. Like, you can't do that. Exactly. You could do that to, like, unfortunately, you could do that to, like, makeup and hairstyle. I mean, yeah, they can get away with it. But, yeah, you can't get away with it. For, for the this. best picture. This is, like, a huge fucking moment. Historic fucking best picture moment. They earn this. Like, give them their moment. It, it's funny. Like, they shut the lights up and cut the mic. Yeah, it was, like, insane. I'm like, you guys, what are you doing? Like, you're just asking for people to get mad. <laughs> and yeah, it was like, let them speak. Let them, uh, the ladies, uh... She spoke, and she was uh she was very poignant about it, and it was that's my word today. Apparently, poignant. Poignant. Uh, but again, mired, poignant. You got all the SAT words. Yes, in me. apparently. Uh, they did a great job. It was. Yeah. So if you haven't seen Parasite, if you are hesitant to see it because of the language barrier, um, please go fucking see it. It's really fucking fantastic. And- Honestly, I don't know. There are so many great films out there that at one point these are two. I think they're both Korean. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm going to show them to Frankie at some point. What? Uh, Old Boy. 
Oh, okay. I heard of that. I know you want to show me Train to Busan. And well, Old Boy, Train to Busan are both great movies that I want to show you at some point. And they're both unbelievable movies that are done so well. And... Yeah. But yeah, I think they're both Korean. But yeah, get over the barrier. Enjoy the fucking movie. Yeah, just just go over, bro. It's 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 okay. We're not all gonna sp- start speaking Korean. I wish we could. I'm I'm bad with languages, but <laughs> yeah, I can I can speak a little Spanish, a little Italian. I would much rather like Korean seems to make more sense at this point. But um, yeah. So that was the 2020 Oscars, guys. It was. So again. I did lose this time around. My curse of best picture continues. Uh, however, I'm happy to be a loser this year. Because Parasite is a winner and that yeah. trumps everything. I, I wrote think. Parasite all the way to the finish line. And also, we are all winners because we all got KFC. We did. <laughs> and by we all, I mean me and Scott. Yes. But, you know, if you're listening to this, why don't you, you know, hop in your car, jump in, Go to KFC, go through the drive-thru, order yourself some chicken, and chow down and watch Parasite. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sounds about right. That sounds like a good idea. Does. Um, so, in the meantime, while you guys are doing that, Scott and I are going to prepare for next week's episode. We're going to go right back to our normal scheduled programming. We are. Of uh, showing each other, introducing each other to movies. Yes. So, yeah. So, we, we pretty much came up with... Uh, our, our next couple of movies that yes. we're going to introduce each other to. Is it your turn first or my turn? It's my turn. Ah, okay. Then we're going to do that. We're going to introduce each other to a couple movies. And then after that, first week of March, which means Star Wars is back. So we got a jam-packed schedule for Shoot the Flick. Yes, we do. Uh, we have... Actually, these next two movies have a loose connection. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, the next two movies we're going to review and talk about... They do have a connection. Very loose. Loosey-goosey, loosey-goosey. <laughs> but uh, we want to see if anyone can, like, guess it. So we'll we'll, we'll keep you posted on that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm really excited. Yes. Um, so this has been Shoot the Flick, an official Paradoja podcast. I'm Frankie Sparks. And I'm Scott Eisenberg. Uh, like we said before, Make sure you check us out on Letterboxd. If you have an account on Letterboxd, look us up. Frankie Sparks, Scott Eisenberg. We're, we're on there, and we, we'd love to hear from you guys on there. So, also, check us out on Instagram and Twitter at ShootTheFlick. Mm-hmm. And make sure you check out our weekly episodes on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. And make sure you come back next week for our brand spanking new review. We'll see you next time. Yes, we will. In the meantime, go watch Parasite and Harley Quinn. Do it! Ha <laughs> ha!